0: Hey, welcome to Hear God's Word. This is Michael. In this podcast, we study and dissect the Bible to better understand what it means and is trying to say. Whether we cover intense word studies or simple stories, there's so many layers and it's all important. So, if you want to hear what God has to say, then let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to the first official episode of the Genesis series. In this episode, we're going to go over the book of Genesis and what it is and how it came to be and go into a little bit of details about it. However, in the next episode, we'll begin the actual study of it. So let's start off with what Genesis means. It means beginning. And if any of you have read the book before, you may know that the first words in it is in the beginning. And so right there, you can see that it it gets the name of the book by the first few words. And so we'll go into more detail on that when we actually study the book itself. And speaking of books, I've been using that term a few times. The book of Genesis was not always a book. In fact, that's actually the word for Bible, which in Greek, the word biblios translates to Bible. So that's how we get our word the Bible was originally actually made up of scrolls. So Genesis was the scroll of Genesis to the Hebrews that originally wrote it. So we'll also talk about in a few minutes who wrote it and when it was written and go into just a few more details. So the Bible, it contains the first book of Genesis, But originally, it was the scroll of Genesis, which was the first scroll in the collection of five known as the Torah or the Torah. And in those five, there's also another name for that, which is the Pentateuch, which actually means five books. And that's the Greek word. But the word Torah actually means the law. And so that's the name for the first five books, including Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And so the Torah is the law, instructions, directions. And then the Torah is yet even nested inside. Of Another collection of scrolls, which is the Tanakh. The T in Tanakh stands for the Torah. The N in Tanakh stands for the Nevim, which is the prophets. And there's books such as Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, and other writers. And then you have the K in Tanakh for Ketuvim. And that means the historical books, such as the books of Samuel, Kings, and Chronicles. And there's several others in each of those categories, um, at least in the Nevim and the Ketuvim in the Torah. It's just those first five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And so here we're starting with the very beginning. There's no better place to start, in my opinion, in the Bible, because this is where everything begins. And I believe that it's foundational for a reason that I'll mention at the very end. So let's ask the question of when was it written And who was it written by? And this is where the can of worms gets opened up because many speculate that it was written by Moses in the 13th century. And we even have references in the book itself that Moses wrote down at minimum parts of it. However, many times they did writing differently back in the day. First off, there wouldn't be authors as we know of them. There would be scribes and there would be people who could write. And so Moses definitely would have and could have been one of them. He definitely had the skills to be able to. And many of the Jews through history, have attributed those books to being written by him. Obviously, we're very far removed in history, so we are not 100% sure. However, at least part of it was written, or another word that we need to consider is compiled, because most likely there was a compilation and this is where there's another theory called the documentary hypothesis, which says that from the very early times, there were multiple sources that wrote about the beginning history of the world, and many speculate. That there were a few different versions, one that used the name of Yahweh, Jehovah, and another that used Elohim. And then it's also speculated that they merged those and that Moses and or the scribes later on would have compiled and taken those stories, and also the oral traditions, and have put them all together into a cohesive narrative. So Moses lived during the 13th century, so that could have been when everything was written and compiled, and the earliest sources, like I said, could have went back as far as the time of Noah, yet we also could have the situation which I do not believe because I think it's very far-fetched that it could have been compiled as late as the third century by the later scribes and writers and I believe that this is very unlikely because many of the earlier writers of the people who wrote scripture were already quoting each other very early on. So that's almost complete hogwash for anyone who would suggest that. However, it's worth bringing up since we want to be fair and honest. So even if Moses was to write all of Genesis that would be a possibility but he couldn't have written all the first five books because well the last chapter in Deuteronomy is about his death so he obviously couldn't have written that so we obviously have some kind of compilation and we have people who were helping him write and finish writing some of the text during his time. So now let's move to the very last aspect of introducing the book, and that is what is the book about and what's a brief summary. So we have a few different stages because inside of Genesis, there's several major stories. So we have at the very beginning, the first Couple chapters is about the creation of the world. Then, after that, it is about the fall of humanity. After that, it is the further corruption of humanity to the point where things became so bad that everything in the world was evil all the time. And this is actually a direct quote from Genesis itself. And from there, that's where God looks down on the people and he sees this and he says that he will not put up with it anymore because it's that bad. So he wipes out the world in a flood. And then from there, after the flood, we have the uh, Tower of Babel, which is another major story in the sequence. And it's after people are repopulated from after the flood, they build a city and a tower and they become arrogant and try to build themselves up and they try to build a tower to heaven. And there's... So many things that we'll talk about when we get that. So then after we have the Tower of Babel incident, we have a guy named Abraham, and originally his name is Abram, and so the story follows him for quite a while. God makes a treaty with him, and it's essentially a commitment to a committed relationship And so from there, that's a big theme, is essentially an alliance with God. Abraham has a kid after he's already 100 years old. And obviously, we'll talk about that too when we get there. But he has a son named Isaac who he passes Down his heritage, too, as well as the blessing that he had gotten from God with the covenant, and that was land that God promised, as well as descendants. So now Isaac lives his life and he passes the mantle down to his son Jacob, and that's the biggest. Of the portions, at least size-wise, there's a lot of story there. And so, we'll definitely spend quite a bit of time going through Jacob's story. And he has 12 sons from there. And then the story branches off with his son, Joseph who was sold as a slave to Egypt and he works his way up the ranks and I won't spoil the ending. So in a nutshell, everything ends up wrapping around in the end to talk about God again and how his plans throughout the whole story were for good and so that's going to be a theme that we actually wrestle with one of the biggest questions of humanity is is god the good guy or the bad guy because you know i i look out and i see suffering you know why did he flood the world if he's good why would he put a tree in the garden he made at the beginning knowing that people were going to eat from it you know is he good does he have good intentions and so this is the story of genesis and this is the story of the whole bible so with that I know that in my last episode, I had tied the very ending of what I was talking about with the theme of the garden. So as we're wrapping up this episode, no matter what kind of beliefs you've come into this podcast with, I want to challenge everyone that we look at the Bible For what it is and what it says. And when we look into Genesis. It has the potential. Like I was saying a minute ago. To inform every other part of our life. Because if the story actually means what it says. It has life changing implications. For every area of our life. And so that's why. Just as I was saying earlier, I want to study this book because there's never better any place to start than the beginning of a story. So let's start at the very beginning of Genesis. Hey, I'm so glad you guys could join for today's podcast. I hope things click for you and that you're better able to understand God's word. Jesus said, whoever has ears, let them hear. So keep listening to what God has to say, and I'll see you guys next time. God bless.